Hello, welcome, welcome back. You're listening to Send Him Off. My name is Sam, and joining me as always is my ever-present podcasting partner, Alex. How are you doing? How's the uh, yeah, you know still it's, going? It's number like, five, number five. Well, number five, presumably. I don't know what order this goes. This could well be number five. Yeah, because... it's number five recording, anyways. Yeah, it? exactly. But hey. It's good to it's good to be back doing this on whichever day it's going out, and it's yeah. good to have Sam do your thing. Yeah, so we're on the we're on the red side of North London today, but we're uh, our guest is joining us from the other side of the world. We've gone transatlantic. The pond, yeah. Um, we are joined by TikTok TikTok sensation, I must say, and a, a man with far superior ball knowledge to anybody that I've ever yeah. ever ever come across Flat before. Out. Um, big massive Eric, as he's known on TikTok. <laughs> Eric, how's it going, mate? This is going very well. How are you boys doing over in in Wales? In, in Wales, yes, no, it's all right. Going yeah. well. Yeah, not too right. bad. Let's, Let's get, into, get it. into it. Arsenal. So, Eric, I want you to finish the sentence for me. Last season for Arsenal was slightly disappointing. Really? Okay, based uh, on slightly. Was, yeah. Just how because so? of how well we played between sort of February and April, and we just completely threw it away in three games against Palace and Southampton, and what was the other away game we lost? That was the home game against Brighton, three in a row, and we only finished what two points behind Spurs, mm. like fifth after th- three games into the season when we had lost three, hadn't scored. Like anyone would have snapped your hand for that, but yeah. We just completely threw it away. That was our best chance to get top four in the last like half a decade, pretty much, and we we bottled it. Yeah. So what's what's going to be different this year? What hmm. should we watch out for? What can we expect from Arsenal? Hopefully, our players are one year wiser because so many of them are young and inexperienced, like Saka, Martinelli, Smith Rowe. They're all still under twenty one. Yep, Smith Rowe's birthday's in three days. That is correct. The, and the, the ball knowledge. Man. The ball knowledge. <laughs> He's coming up with I birthdays. Don't know how it does. Anyway. Um, <laughs> and hopefully at the back, Saliba can help solidify us. I think that we need to start with him in the first couple of games over Ben White. Not that Ben White is anything too bad, but Saliba's looked impressed in preseason. We've been waiting three years to see him. He was so highly rated in France. We need to give him a go. Yeah, awesome. I agree with that. I, I, I don't, don't understand why he wasn't given a chance before, to be honest. But yeah. wasn't he, it was a young player of the year in, in Liga last year, I want to say. Um, he, you'll know. Yeah, he was. Yeah, yeah, of course he was. was. <laughs> I think Mbappe is like just one year too old to qualify for that. So, ah, the, the, That's why then. No, um, <laughs> no I, I agree with you. I think it's still well, I don't a young know if side. I do. Well, I, I, the young side, I don't know whether I agree so much from the point of view it was a disappointing season because I think if you look at the team Arsenal have got, and like you say, they were a young side, were they overachieving a little bit by coming fifth? I know they were contesting really, and if you look at the season overall, but like if you take them play for player, I think fifth was it's not too bad. It is respectable, but just from where we were, and okay. Yeah. How clear we I think it was match day 28 or 29. We were so clear of United and Spurs. I just remember looking at the table and we had fairly easy looking fixtures. Actually, actually, the toughest fixtures we had, I think, were three in a row United, Chelsea, and West Ham away. And we won all three, but against um, like Newcastle and well, Brighton yeah. and stuff was where we threw it away. Yeah. Yeah. And Spurs <laughs> in the Derby at New Whitehall Lane. That was a complete yeah. disaster. I suppose over th- over thirty eight games, though, that is where 
like you said, the one year wiser, that is where it kicks in. I suppose, you know, you can go out and win big games. Anybody can get pumped up for big games and win them. Um, You know, that's why we get cup upsets. But over 38 games, that's when a squad comes into it. And I think think adding, you know, adding, I think you've already touched on it, that Zinchenko and Jesus, they are winners. They are they are winners and they have won and they've been there and they've done it. And I think adding those to a squad that was not too far off getting what they wanted over 38 games might just be the difference. Yeah. And last season, our strike, excluding in Kante, the only really started at the end, our strikers, Aubameyang got four in the league and then went, and then Lacazette was our start in the second half season. He got four in the league, unless you want to count that deflected goal against Wolves as his. So, Having an actual striker who's going to play, start the majority of the games, Jesus will bang more than those two combined. He will get more than eight goals. That is such a good addition because Lacazette was really fluffing his lines in the second half of the season. I think Ketia was brought in. Uh, well, yeah, but I, th- I think Arsenal have been very, um, very clever with their sign-ins because they've, because we, we talked about this just briefly off camera, they brought in serial winners, you called them, with Jesus and Zinchenko. But neither of them are like old heads, if you will. Like they're not like old yeah, players. They, they've got their, you know, they're both twenty-five. Ex- exactly. Yeah. So uh, he knows the ages. I, I <laughs> floundering. <laughs> do you know what I mean? I can't, this is intimidating. But um, but no, I I, I do think this it's it's been quite uh, quite a shrewd uh, transfer window for Arsenal, and I am very excited to see them next year. Everything, every, everything, everybody goes on about Spurs and how Spurs the season will go, and rightly so. But I am. Gonna keep an eye on Arsenal. Yeah, they do. Look, Spurs do look sharp, but I don't know if Clement Longley is like all that. He wasn't really. I've, really I've heard me the same. I've heard the same thing about him. Like at Barcelona, because I know a Barcelona fan, and we chat. We're in work, and we chat to each other, and he didn't really seem to impress with him either. So I don't know. We'll see. Maybe the difference from La Liga to Premier League would be the thing that gets him going. I don't know. We'll see. Mm-hmm. So but yeah, Spurs and us, I think, are very similar level. Yeah. Uh, but they have like the two like utterly world-class forwards. That's why they finished above us last year. Do, do, mm. you, do, do you feel as if Mikel Arteta has sort of won at least the majority around? Or, you know... I think everybody? he has. I think he has because we had no identity or any sort of project in that first half of 2020, uh, 2020 to twenty one. That was when we were like 15th at Christmas and it was just all going wrong. We weren't playing the young players. We were playing Willian for half the season instead of like Saka or Smith-Rowe or even like Nelson. But last summer, we brought in the young players. We developed this new style of bringing, molding a young team that's going to play together for however many years, get that chemistry, get that bond going. And since then, it has looked totally up and that's just what you want to see as fans as young players coming through the academy playing well having like a project and a vision because that season the empty stadium season was just dire it looked like we had nothing going on yeah yeah sure i do feel there's 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 an identity coming back and um that we maybe haven't even seen since since venga which by by no means am i comparing yeah, I'm like a, uh, my comparing Mikel Arteta to Wenger. I think he's got a long, long way to go before he wins people around to that level. But yeah, there's definitely a style of play developing. I, I'm loving that they're using the young players and they are doing the complete opposite of what Chelsea are criticised for. 
which is, I mean, look at all the youth players who've left Chelsea recently, Tamori, Gurhi, and then Arsenal have just chucked them all into the team. And now that, you know, they're, they're looking this good when these players are so young, they've not hit the prime yet, you know, so yeah. two or and three on years, top I think. Of that, on top of that, they're looking good with each other, you know, and they haven't had that many sort of like old heads in the team. And I know I was going about like Arsenal not signing any old heads, but to have like such a young team without that much experience, they've kind of all just been sort of looking, go and play for Arsenal, you know, go and play for your club, that yeah. kind of thing, which, you know, I, I read, I read it highly. Yeah. Yeah. And like the players we've signed have been young, like Ben White, Martinelli, yeah, exactly. uh, Tierney, Tommy Asu. Yeah. I know Tierney was bought by Emery, but like it's just Ramsdale. It's just good that we're integrating it like this because we can be patient. We've had four or five years of just being really below standard and building an exciting young team. I think most Arsenal fans are willing to take the hit one or two seasons. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. So who are the key, if you can give me two key players, you know, the the, the big players that are going to really put their stamp on the season and then give us one sort of unsung hero, maybe a little underrated player who might go under the radar, but shouldn't necessarily go under the radar. All right. The most key player is Thomas Partey, because when he went off against Palace last season, didn't play again, it all crumbled. He is just levels above any of our midfielders. He is so integral. He is the key player. Also, Bukayo Saka, because he is the talisman. And if you lose him, I think the whole like mentality goes down, even though he's only 20. But Thomas Partey is the one that just cannot be you know, taken out or injured, or it will be a disaster. Wow. Yeah, Interesting. I I, neither did I. I really didn't expect... I didn't think he was so uh, so well thought of within the Arsenal. No, he is completely integral. I know you can see the compilations of him putting the ball into Rosette. Aside <laughs> from his long shots, everything else is near perfect. Yeah. Okay, and, uh, what about I... that underrated player? Underrated. Or the player that people will sort of, you know... Let go under the radar. This is a good one. I would go probably with Xhaka. I think he gets a lot of criticism, okay. has a lot of silly mistakes in him. But last season, he was quite sharp. I don't think okay. he was the one costing us in the last couple of matches. But yeah, yeah, it could be a big season for him if we keep him and Partey as the midfield too. We might play Zinchenko in there. El Neni might rotate, but. He would be yeah. the one that people don't rate as highly that I think will be important. I think Shaka's in past in the past has become a little bit of a, a scapegoat, really. In the similar way, not quite as much as as you know Harry Maguire has at, uh, at United, where you know Maguire's not brilliant. Don't get me wrong; he's not worth eighty million, and he's probably not good enough to be playing for Man United. But in that Leicester team, he was a good footballer. In well, a good player, not necessarily a good footballer, but a good defender. And I think we, he's the scapegoat for that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And I think Shaka, you know, given the, the it was the whole captaincy debacle, wasn't it? I think yeah. since then it, he has become a, a bit of a scapegoat. But he, he's a really good player on his day. For yeah, the, last he's Swiss, isn't he? He's Swiss. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, you know, he's I think he's still captain. Team. Yeah, I was, I was going. He's captain for the Swiss national team. Scored but, you know, two bangers in the World Cup. You don't, you don't get the captaincy for no reason for your national team. Do you know what I mean? Oh yeah, and he got captaincy for us for a good reason. He was the leader on the pitch. Exactly. Like, he wasn't the star player, but he and he still is. He still is the one with like the leadership and the fighting qualities. Mm. But you can't really give him the armband back for swearing at the fans. I think he can accept <laughs> that. 
Yeah, no, that's, that's fair enough. But I don't know. Maybe maybe you're right. To be honest, you could well be right about Granishaka, and I would like to see him sort of redeem himself because after seeing you know Obama Yang, after seeing um, is it did Lacazette kind of had a similar kind of story, or was he was he all right? I can't remember. No, he they just they just didn't the contract. Yeah. yeah. Oh, fair enough. But still, you know, it'd be, it'd be nice to see a player like him kind of you know come back into it and come back into the fold. As well as he has, done. yeah, he has played well in big games like the cup finals we've won and like the semifinals. He's just bossed some of those games. He just needs to do it consistently, and he was fairly consistent last season. He did have the, some poor games when we were losing at the end of the season, but him together with Thomas Partey, it was like when he was playing with Torreira in Unai Emery's first season. He looked really good, and I think Torreira went out of the team in the second half of the season, or I can't remember exactly how it happened. But when that midfield. Or no, the left back got injured, so we had to move Xhaka to left back, and then it kind of crumbled. But we mm-hmm. had like a twenty-two unbeaten run. When he gets like a good defensive midfield partner next to him, we are we're sharp. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So they've been quite active in the market so far, like Arsenal. Um, you know, they brought in, like we said, you know, uh, Jesus, uh, Zinchenko, Vieira. Are we, are we saying there's anything else left to do, or? From your point of view, is it shut up shop? Let's get training and get ready for the season with the squad we've got. I would like us to get another central midfielder, someone who could be like a defensive or like a box to box kind of, just in case Thomas Partey gets injured again. He's had five injuries in two seasons for us, and he had like two in his whole career before. <laughs> What's going on? Mm. Yeah, and I think our midfield's kind of we only had. I remember the season before last, we only had three midfielders at one point. It was Xhaka, and Ceballos. Last season, because Partey was injured. Last season, what was it? Partey, Laconga, doesn't play that much. Elneny, Xhaka, Partey. Yeah, that's like four. One more midfielder, if you compare to how many central midfielders Chelsea have or have had last season. City, I think we just need one more in there. Plus, we'll be in the Europa League. Like who an extra who would you bring in? That extra ten. midfielder that is a good question. I was looking at uh, midfield in the Premier League the other day. I like John McGinn. I know he would cost a loss, but I've okay. heard that he's kind of unhappy at Villa. And I think he's so technically good. Yes. I know he's not like a defensive a midfielder like Partey, but he would be someone that I think could yeah. be a very good option for us. I like that. Yeah, Pretty I like sure, that. Yeah. That's outside of the box. I was expecting you to go to Europe. Not, yeah, not and I was. I, I thought you'd go to France or Germany or something. I didn't think yeah. you know you go to Birmingham. Yeah, I know. Oh. People would expect me to go to the Icelandic second division with the ball knowledge or something. But no, <laughs> we'll, go for, we'll go for the Scotsman of Birmingham, please. Yeah, lovely. There we are. Um, right. So we've had the key player, we've had the underrated player. Um, what what's your expectations, or what what would you be happy with come next May? I think we need to go for top four this season. I think anything less than that is a fairly big disappointment. I think we're better than Man United. Similar level to Spurs. I think we're at similar level to Chelsea. They don't really have a mm-hmm. goal scorer. And, you know, their team is kind of aging a bit, like some of the established players like Aspilicueta, Thiago Silva and stuff. So they could be one that we attempt to finish above. I think we need to be aiming for third or fourth. Okay, I think that's a good... But third or fourth in front of who then? One, uh, two of those teams, I guess, Spurs, Chelsea, Spurs United. And Chelsea, yeah. Obviously, okay. we could win the Europa League and finish fifth or sixth and get in the Champions League, which you could be happy with as well. Okay. I'd possibly rather that just to get the trophy under the belt. 
That's always a tough yeah, one. It'd be, it'd be nice to get a bit of silverware. You mm. feel a bit more of like solid finishing third or fourth, but winning the Europa League, like it's a fun journey. Yeah. And yeah. you get the trophy at the end of the day. Yeah. But right, I think so either that... of those would be what we need to expect. Yeah. So that's that's enough. your expectation, what you what you'd expect, what you want. Are you yeah, willing sure. to we've asked everybody this? Can you yeah. put your neck on the line and give us an actual prediction? Yeah, a big massive Eric prediction. Right. <laughs> I'll go for the the classic Arsenal position of the two thousand tens. He's going for old reliable. I yeah. think I agree. I think I think I'll be fair. Four, third, fifth, somewhere like that. But I think if you can squeeze, because in my mind, Chelsea are coming third again. In my mind, I think if you can squeeze Tottenham out of the top four, maybe even Chelsea, if I'm being you know realistic, uh, I, I don't think that's a bad season at all. No, yeah, I agree. Oh, top four, that's a great season. We haven't finished in that since, since what, 2016. I was in eighth yeah. grade. You were in eighth grade. Last time we finished in the top four. Being Brits... We 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 don't quite understand. You know, you know we how old that is, to be honest. I yeah. can't really guess. Thirteen. Thirteen. Twenty now. There we go. There we are. There we are. Well, Eric, it's been an absolute pleasure. Um, thank I you think, so much uh, for coming, pal. I think we're yeah, just thanks, about boys. out of the time. Was, but thank you fun. so much, so much for joining us. Um, do you want to tell everybody who's listening where they can find you on social yes. media? Follow me on TikTok, Big Massive Eric, Eric with a C, and subscribe to me on YouTube, Big Massive Eric with a C as well. All one word. Hopefully we're going to get some content going soon. We've got the 4K camera. We've got some ideas. It's going to go down. Awesome. There we are. Well, Looking we'll forward to that. that, mate. Looking forward to it. And uh, yeah, hopefully we'll uh, we'll see you back on Send Him Off very soon. Yes. Thank you. Fun. Thank you so much for joining us. Alex, nice pleasure as always. This is our last one of the day. Now, last so. one of the night, boys. Trying to go to I'm going to bed. I am. I'm sharp. Yes. Next. Um, thank you guys for listening and it's been a pleasure as always we absolutely love doing these every year and uh, we will uh, yeah. we'll see you soon with another one see you soon oh, yeah. take care